dads. Hello. Welcome to Dad Talks, where you get to listen to two dads talk. I'm Jared Spansky. With me, as always, my co-dad in crime, Joe Lopez. Joe, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, tonight, I have Shorts Brewing Lil Sticky. Ooh, Lil Sticky. Which is, which is their Session American IPA, which tastes like a hop LaCroix. Interesting. Yeah. Is that good? I don't hate it. I would okay. probably drink that. Okay. Those light IPAs, I always, uh, I enjoy them. They're nice yeah. and easy to drink. They are. This I, one in particular, like, is a good summer. Just like, literally, you just want to chill out, watch some movies, sit outside, grab one of these. It's not what I would reach for, right? Like, if it's in a pack, yeah. I enjoy it. If it's like, in yep. the, when I buy the variety pack, it's there. I'll drink it. I'll enjoy it. But if I'm going to the store to buy like a six pack, like, oh, this is what I want to drink. I'm not going to pick up like one of those summer no. light IPAs. Like all day IPA was the first, like the grandfather of that, of that category, yeah. right? Not for my, sure. not what I would gravitate towards, but it's still really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This was from a variety pack. I think it was like shorts, like light variety pack. So it had like this local light, um, Soft parade, uh seltzer, yeah. and their light stout or something like that. They put out, every season they put out a new variety pack, which I like mm-hmm. a, about them a lot, is they like mix it up and make it di- different and interesting. Um, yeah. So, pretty good. Yeah. What do you got? I got water, Joe. <laughs> I got water today. I, so I played softball today. It's a start of the new season. Feels pretty good. We won our game. Yeah. Feel, felt great. Problem is, Michigan has been a swamp the last. Oh yeah. I mean, I two weeks, three weeks. It's just been nothing but rain and humidity, rain and humidity. Mm-hmm. Feeling like Florida out here. Um, and so today, I was getting eaten alive by mosquitoes and sweating my tail off while playing yeah. softball. Um, so I came home and said I did have a couple PBRs while I was out there. Pretty good, nice. like pretty good, like softball beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's a really good softball? I in quotations beer. What's a really good softball drink? Are the Bud Light seltzers, the uh, the tie dye ones? Oh yeah, fantastic! Light, easy to drink, a little extra sugar to get you through. I mean, it. Those are those are fantastic. Yeah, they should label those as the Gatorade of alcohol. One hundred percent, because that's what they are. They're refreshing. <laughs> Give you those electrolytes. What your what right, plants right, crave. Right. <laughs> but i uh yeah i'm sticking to water because i am dehydrated from being outside it was gross well, good good for you well for now i did have two b two pbrs already tonight so <laughs> pushing the water because i still got to go to work tomorrow right me too and then i'm going to your house i can't wait for that we're doing nerd shit tomorrow we are doing nerd shit tomorrow and so, i'm excited so we're gonna post listen, about it when everyone listens to this the dads are getting together to do their nerd thing it's gonna be fantastic yeah, the dads and the boys from Best Song Ever going to go do their nerd shit, and we're going to take pictures. Little podcast nerd shit. Can't wait. Mm-hmm. Cannot wait. Speaking of nerd shit. Yeah. That's what this episode's about. It's all nerd shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, Hope you guys love, love it. it. Hope everyone's a nerd like we are. I'm going to warn you right now. If you have not consumed every bit of content that Marvel has to offer, if you, if you haven't caught up on Loki, if you haven't watched WandaVision and you want to, even a little bit of Falcon Winter Soldier. Probably not a ton, but a little bit. Yeah. 
or any of the movies except Black Widow. We're not going to talk about Black Widow, and that's purely because I haven't seen it yet. And it's <laughs> because I'm cheap. Because I haven't, oh, I don't no. want to pay the thirty dollars. Maybe I'll give you my login for Disney. Deal. Maybe sat. Uh, Katie and I already talked that we might we might buy it on Saturday and do a little like go buy popcorn from the movie theater, come yeah. home and watch it at home. Um, because we're parents and it's a lot harder to drop your kid off for four hours to go see a movie. Oh yeah. Um, but so if you haven't seen all the Marvel everything, all the Marvel shows and movies, and you are afraid of spoilers. You have been warned. There Skip be, this one. There be spoilers okay. ahead. It's okay. It's come, okay. Come back. It'll be here when you finished, and you're gonna and you're gonna want to listen to it because, boy, are we gonna dive into it. Yeah, this is our this is our our spot. This is our territory right here. Yeah, yeah. This is our thing. So yeah, you've been warned. If you've listened this far and you're like, oh, I haven't watched all that stuff and I don't want to be spoiled. Thank you. We love you. See you on the next one. But all right. Now we go. Joe, Let's go. Joe, lay it out. Yeah. Where are we at in the MCU right now? <clears throat> MCU is so screwed. Oh, my God. It's nuts. It's crazy right now. It is. Um, so where we are in this exact moment, uh, boy, it's weird talking about the ending of Loki the day after it premieres, but here we are. What? Um, Loki ended with Kang the Conqueror. Not this, not the King of the Conqueror we all know, which nobody knows. Um, not the King of the King of the Conqueror of the of the comics. I'll say not that we all know, yeah. but not the King of the Conqueror of the comics. With uh, he who remains, he's at the end of the timeline. He's creating the flow of time. He gets killed. So and before we jump into that, let's yeah. do a quick like overview of what Loki was about. Yeah. Right. So it started out that at the end of Endgame, a. Mm-hmm. Lo- the Loki that they went back and traveled in time, he got a hold of the Tesseract and just disappeared. Yep. You know, he just yep. vanished. And they didn't address it then, so that's why they had this new show. And basically what he did is he broke what they're calling the sacred timeline. And that's mm-hmm. basically like the timeline we all know, right? Starting with Captain America back in the 40s and going all the way up yep. until where we are now, right? Um, that's what they're calling the sacred timeline. And this agency called the TVA is set to protect this timeline and Loki broke it. So basically yes. he's like, Hey, got to get killed. You did the wrong thing. Yeah. You got to get killed. Sorry you gotta about get it. got. Yeah. And so that's how the show starts. But Owen Wilson, fantastic. Owen wow. Wilson, wow. He basically says like, Hey, we're hunting a variant. That's, that's killing our, our agents. And it's a Loki variant from mm-hmm. a different timeline somewhere, somewhere, somewhere. And why don't we use this Loki? To catch that Loki, yeah, little little classic one v one, right? Use one Loki right, right, to right. Get, use a mouse to catch a mouse. Um, boy, do things go awry! And boy, does it go awry! Basically, what we find out: the TVA was created, uh, and nobody has free will. They're all just variants yeah. that were employed and had their memories wiped. And the Loki variant is a girl named Sylvie. And throughout this entire thing. She's trying to find the person that runs the timeline. Who we right. think are these three lizard people called the timekeepers. Correct. But we find out in not even the penultimate episode. No, it was like three episodes the ago. The penultimate penultimate. We find yeah. out they're fake. They're robots. They're robots. They're not real. Big robot. So they, 
Sylvie and actual Loki, Tom Hiddleston, set out to go find the person at the end of the timeline. They're set, mm-hmm. We're going to find out who's behind this. We're going to do it. And then, turns out, it's Kang the Conqueror. But Joe... It is. His name, they never, they never call him they Kang never, the Conqueror. They never call him Kang the Conqueror. And I wonder if that's because he doesn't have a name. Or if he... Um, he, well, he says he's not the conqueror. Out of all these variants of him, there's basically a, a big time war um, after a version of him discovers that there's alternate universes. There's this big time war, and this was the one of him that won out. He was the one that won out, and he is the, you know, the omnipotent, you know, good doer of all of the hymns in the multiverse. And he said, all right, I'm just going to create this timeline, and everything's going to be chill is basically what it came down to. Yeah, that was a really interesting concept. So basically he said he found out himself that there were other timelines. And he said right. he's from like the 31st century. So like yeah. like 32 something something, right? Like crazy, you know, 100 years in the future, 1,000 years in the future, sorry, 1,000 years in the future. Yeah. He found out there's these other timelines. But what he did is he found himself in the other timelines. And they were also looking right. for other timelines, right? Like they all had that desire to, to find the timelines. And at first it was great. They shared knowledge. They shared, mm-hmm. they passed information back and forth. But then he created a war with himself. Yeah. And like, the infinite number of himself. Literally every version of himself that's ever, ever, ever existed all fought with the other versions to try and take control of the time of every single dimension and timeline. Yeah. And, you know, this is the one that went out and he's very, um, he's just chewing the scenery he jonathan majors is just loving playing this character he is just like a phenomenal showing by him i mean yeah captivating and it was i'll go ahead and say it compared to normal marvel episodes or or movies whatever this was Mm -hmm. i would call it a little bit boring right like Mm -hmm. when you lay it out there all the things that marvel does like all the Captain America movies were all like superhero detective movies, right? Yeah. And and all the Thor movies were like, you know, supernatural fiction movies. This was basically a monologue from Jonathan yeah. Majors for about and 20 minutes. It was. And while we were watching it, Kayla said, like, this is kind of boring. But then things started happening. Mm-hmm. And what it came down to was... I know we said we weren't going to talk about Loki the whole time, but here we are. Here we are. I mean, um, to be fair, this was the most consequent, consequential yes. thing that's happened to the MCU since Infinity War, right? Since Ex- Thanos. Yeah. So what this Kang, we'll, kick, we'll call him Kang. We don't know if that's the name he goes by. Yeah. Um, what this Kang did was realize he can talk so well that he's going to talk these two people into fighting each other. Mm-hmm. There's a point in the episode where they cross the timeline and he doesn't know what's happening, but he realizes that he's either going to die or they're going to take over. And either way, um, a new version of him is just going to come back. Yeah. Because that's, there's something in Loki he calls glorious purpose, right? He refers mm-hmm. to it in the first Avengers movie. And then like old man Loki, who is also a phenomenal character in the show, refers yeah. to it again. And that's like Loki's thing, like glorious purpose, like searching for what he's put on this earth to be. And that's, I mean, yeah. all the character development that he's ever done is built up to that. Like what Loki's supposed to be. 
And at yeah. first he thought he was meant to rule. And then he thought he was meant to just be the trickster. And then he, you know, like there's a lot of different versions of what that glorious purpose is. Yeah. Kang's glorious purpose is to take over the timeline. Yep. That's like what he has put on this earth in every single timeline that he's ever put on this earth to do. Correct. That's what he yeah. was put on the, put in the universe to do is to, to take over the timeline. Yeah, so basically, he talks them into fighting. Loki and Sylvie fight. They kiss, which is crazy. Yeah, that was, uh, that was a little odd. I, we could probably talk a lot about that, but I, it's yeah. very odd. And then Sylvie opens up uh, a doorway back to the TVA, kicks Loki through there, it closes, and then she stabs Kang. Yep. And after that, Loki goes, and he's trying to find Mobius, Owen Wilson, yep. to tell him what's going on. And when he finds them, Mobius doesn't recognize who he is. Yeah, and... completely just blanked on him. Yep. And we get a shot of Loki looking confused, and then it goes to a reaction shot of Loki's face. And then we see what he's reacting to, which is a statue of the new Kang, yeah. the Conqueror. The Kang, the Conqueror. Uh, the costume on the statue looks just like his costume in the, in the comics. Um, this is the new king that has taken over and somehow rewritten the entire timeline we know and put Loki where nobody knows him. That was the craziest thing to me is it happened while Loki got kicked back to the TVA. Like he never yeah. went to a new timeline. He never, or let me rephrase that. He never like shifted, right? He never right. went through a, uh, like a portal. He never went to it. Just the world changed around him. Yeah. become a different TVA. And one thing we should point out, where it used to be those the statues of the three lizard people. Yeah. And because this Kang or the Mortis or the man who remains, right? He didn't want to be known as the guy who runs the timeline. He was hiding right. basically he was hiding from himself, right? Because he was hiding from the other versions of him. But yep. now this new Kang is cocky. Oh yeah. At least we can if infer that from the fact that he put a statue of himself in the TVA. Exactly. So, I mean, I guess the question is, did Loki get kicked to another timeline or is it the same one? We got to believe it's the same one because why, why would Sylvie know how to get him to a new timeline or yeah. something like that? Here's the other thing. Do timeline, like this is a little meta, but do timelines even exist now? Like they're all intertwined, yeah. right? They're all stacked on top of each other. They're all like, yeah, the branches are all connected. So, he said something in this episode that really struck me. And this is now where we're going to start talking about the future of the MCU, I think. Yeah, yeah, this is a great place. Um, he mentioned that he met with himself and he got to meet the other ideas of himself across multiverses. Mm -hmm. There have been rumors of different Spider-Men in this new Spider-Man movie. And this is like the absolute explanation of how we're going to get Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield with Tom Holland. I can't wait. I don't know what Tobey Maguire's been up to, but Andrew Garfield, I, like those, Tom Holland's the best Spider-Man by far. Very yes. comic-centric, like very much on, he's what Spider-Man is supposed to be. A 16-year-old right. kid that gets powers and yep. just tries to save people with them, right? Yep. Like, he's your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Literally. Um. Toby Maguire tried that, but they cast a 30-year-old to play Spider-Man, right? They did, but everybody in that movie, like... Oh, my God. Like, everybody is is way too old to be in the time frame of what yeah. Spider-Man is. 
And then Andrew Garfield, I would say he's my second favorite. I know I'm shafting the OG Tobey Maguire, but right. Andrew Garfield's movies are so overlooked, but like the time frame that they I put love him. The time frame they put him in was like post high school. Yep. He was, and I don't know if you've played the, the PlayStation Spider-Man game. Oh yeah. I think that's the same Andrew Garfield time timeline. I, I know we're using that word a lot, but like time frame of like, he's out of high school. He's mm-hmm. looking at colleges or going to college. He's, you know, still has these powers, doesn't know what he wants to do with his life. And Andrew right. Garfield knocks it out of the park. He does. So his Peter Parker wasn't great, but it was the Peter Parker of that time, which Amazing Spider-Man came out when I was a, I was probably 21, mm-hmm. 20. Um, so his Peter Parker was, in the first movie, was I think a senior in high school. Yeah. Um, and that style is just that, that of that time period of, yeah. you know, 2013 or whenever it was like, that's the style. He was the cool nerd when nerds were cool. Like they were, um, when nerds were starting to become cool. Yes. Yeah. But his, his Spider-Man is amazing. Like quick witted, like has Funny. zingers. Funny. Yeah. yeah. Very. And yeah, like he is 100% embodies that like cool nerdiness right like yeah i'm gonna come ahead and you know come right out and say it like tom holland's hot right like he oh yeah tom holland's hot he's got that going for him like yeah they make him a little bit nerdy but at the same time like because they don't have to hide him behind like the ugliness of of a nerd right like that Mm -hmm. that stereotype andrew garfield was able to play both sides of it right he could right. be the nerdy kid, but he could also be like cool, funny, and, and quick witted, right? Mm-hmm. And and you're right. It, it, I mean, that was the period of that time. I just think those movies are a little overrated. They also had huge like points in them, but nobody really cared about them, right? Like, yeah. Again, spoilers, but Gwen Stacy dies. Yeah. He like he can't save her. She dies in his arms. Yeah. And that that's what ha- that's what happens in the comics. Exactly it, like that. It does. It does. And that's like yeah. that to me was so I know it's a little bit like morbid, but like to to picture a superhero you like having that happen to him. And I know yeah. in the in the Tom McGuire one, yes, his uncle Ben dies in his arms. Yeah, we get it. Like but to have like the love of your life die in your arms, like that is such character development. Mm-hmm. And then they canceled his movies after that. They did. They tried. They they really, you know, went for the fences and they tried and it just didn't work out like they wanted. Um, but, but uh, sorry. The Into the Spider Verse. Oh my! Animated God. movie. So good. So good. And I don't think it's going to be canon in the MCU because how could no. it, right? Like how could? No. It? But. They already have a perfect, perfect blueprint on how to bring other Spider-Men into one movie. Totally. And now you have the setup with the timelines being crossed over and everybody, you know, overlapped. Totally. Now you just put it in New York City with like one of the big bosses figuring out how to go to the other yep. dimensions. Boom. Exactly. There's your movie. Boom. I've written it for you. You're welcome, Kevin <laughs> Fage. Feige. Get his name right. Sorry. If you're going to insult the man, at least say his name. Come right. at me, Kevin Feige. I'm suing. I'm suing for movie rights. Um, but that leads us into the next couple movies that are going to come out, right? Yeah. So you've got Shang Chi, which comes out in October. 
I know nothing about him. I'm very excited for that movie. Yeah, and it looks amazing. Old school kung fu movie. I mean, like yeah, with a fighting tournament. It, you know what so it is. Good. You know what it is. It's what the fi- the Mortal Kombat movie should yes, have been. It exactly. is what the Mor- Mortal Kombat movie should have been. It should have been like so much more than what it was. You right. Know? And I get it. it. I mean, movies after video games are so hard because especially like Mortal Kombat has almost no character development, right? Like mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I have superpowers and I rip people's spines out of their backs. The end. Right. right? Like, but this, it, this Shang, uh, Shang-Chi movie is going like, it's an old school Kung Fu movie. It's got a fighting tournament. It's what that Mortal Kombat movie should have been. It's, I'm yeah. very excited for that one. Yeah, so I do, I don't think Loki will affect Shang Chi. No, I don't. You know, I don't think it's gonna affect that one. I don't After know that the we, plot too much of Shang Chi, so yeah. I, I can't say for it. certain, right? Like, yeah, he his dad is the Mandarin, and there's a fighting tournament for control of the Ten Rings. That's, that's kind of it. Yeah, it's kind of it. Um, and then after that, we got the Eternals coming in November. Um, which also Eternal- very clouded on what they're what they're yeah. here to do. So the Eternals were created by um, the Celestials, these big beings, right? Which Ego in the movies is a Celestial. Okay. Nowhere where um, the Collector lives is in the head of the Celestial. So they created the Eternals, the Deviants, um, and then the Eternals created the humans. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. So So they're like gods. They're like actual, like, they created humans. They're gods. Exactly. So they, you know, kind of in within the Marvel universe, they're the, they're the um, Zeus's, they're the Hephaestuses. You know, oh, okay, they're, okay. They're they're that version of that. Now those characters still exist in the Marvel universe, but they're kind of on the same level. You know, it's weird, um, and and not something we talk about enough in Marvel, but like Norse mythology, through and through, yeah, like is a part of the Marvel universe. Right, like yeah, I mean, there's Greek in there too. Like Hercules is a is Avenger at one point in the comics. What? Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that. uh, that's awesome. Yeah, I think uh, I think Ares is in it too, and Zeus. Um, I think are also part of the Marvel universe, but you know, kind of looked because you have Thor, Odin, Loki. You know, they're much larger, and I mean, Norse mythology is so much cooler than Greek. Mythology. Yeah, I'm just gonna come out and say it. It is pretty cool. Um. But yeah, so, excuse me, the Eternals, basically, in the movie, they're dormant. They don't, I, I don't think they understand who they are, and something's going to trigger them to say, like, oh, we are these people. It must now, be what, the timeline fracturing, right? It's, it's got to be, right? Or, who knows, but what's triggering this group of, right, amazing beings to finally say, we need to protect this Earth? My theory is that we're going to get... Um, uh galactus i think we're gonna get galactus Ooh. and that's our intro to the fantastic four galactus is bigger stronger thanos like he right he's what thanos wanted to be he's the world eater yeah is what they call him now the reason why i think that is because one of the eternals is a herald for a celestial um in the marvel universe i can't remember their this specific eternal's name but they can they're they're the fast one. They move really really fast. Mm, okay. So they would go to planets, scout them out before the celestial would go, and then the celestial would either take over the planet, kill it, whatever. Why isn't the silver retcon that silver surfer? So silver surfer is one of these Eternals now, but 
Man, they failed so many Harold. times at Fantastic Four, though. Right. Twice. Yeah, now, well, everybody not... knew the second one was going to be garbage. The first right. one had promise. Ryan Reynolds, shirtless all the time, like, had promise. Chris Evans. Was it Chris Evans? I'm yeah. sorry. You're right. The other, the <laughs> other overlap of the MCU. Yeah. Um, so we have Eternals, you know, coming out. Something's going to trigger that. And then after that, we have Spider-Man No Way Home, which is, again, where they're saying multiverse is going to mm-hmm. take effect in this movie. So I think Loki's going to affect this. Now, the question comes, where, what's Kang's purpose? Because yeah. we know he's going to be in Ant-Man Quantumania, which comes out in 2023. Now and we'll probably have a second season of Loki before that. Right. So is Kang's only purpose to be the Loki antagonist and Ant Man? Maybe, but like, kind of lame. Why? Right? Yeah, it's kind of lame. And it sounds bad, but you're gonna waste not only a great character from the comics, like he has a huge comic storyline, right? But a great actor. You've like yeah. you've struck gold. Yeah. Why would you? You know. Now, so, they're geniuses at Marvel, so they're going to find a way to make him bigger than, you know. But totally, there's a line they have to walk because they can't just repeat Thanos, right? No. There was 20 movies where Thanos was the bad guy. 20 right. movies where Thanos was the bad guy. They yeah. can't do that again. You can't have a big bad out there that... Right. Now, the one thing they could do, they could have Kang win. A few times. Mm-hmm. Thanos never... I mean, he won in Infinity War, and then they turned right around and beat him in Endgame, right? Like, that's right. that's how that worked. But they never fought him until Infinity War. Mm-hmm. You could fight Kang a million times. Exactly. You just keep going. What if Kang keeps coming back? That could be it. What if they kill him, and he keeps coming back? Right. So, I, it's crazy to think about where this is going, because then after Spider-Man, you have... Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which Literally. is like in the title. Mm-hmm. And Scarlet Witch is in that. There's theories that Scarlet Witch is going to be one of the villains in this movie. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, which the way Scarlet Witch ended was so creepy. The after credit scene. Yeah. Um, I, there's a lot to that. Uh, so if we're going to go ahead and just rank our, out of the three shows that came out, and we're going to ignore their timing because the pandemic kind of screwed up some things. But ignore yeah. the timing in which they came out. I think I'm going to go Loki. Uh, then I'm going to go... Uh, I'm blanking on the her WandaVision. Mm-hmm. And then, I'm gonna, and then uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Falcon and Winter Soldier was a yeah. feel-good one, but it wasn't... I, it's impact in the greater MCU less than what yes. I thought it would be. I I would agree with that. I I think your your ranking is what I would say. I liked Falcon and Winter Soldier a lot. I think. Excuse me again, man. This beer makes me burp. I know it. I see that. Um, I think the purpose of it was you get Anthony Mackie as Captain America. Yep. Who's gonna lead his own movie? Yep. Um, he's got his comic get, book suit now. Oh, it's amazing. And then you get Julia Julia Louise Dreyfus as Val. Um, low-key a very huge part of what's coming up yeah and you know you see her recruit john walker as u.s agent i'm gonna gonna let you ruin something for me she's in wandavision i've I've seen a couple articles come out that like she's building something in wandavision i'm sorry i'm sorry in black widow i'm not gonna tell you anything damn it i want to know i'm not telling you anything um 
So you see her recruit John Walker for U.S. agent, and you see Baron Zemo. So I think that she's recruiting a group of people to be anti-heroes, which in the Marvel Universe are the Thunderbolts, which is led by Thunderbolt Ross, who is the Red Hulk, who was Secretary Ross in Civil War. Captain America Civil War. Yeah. Um, Baron Zemo becomes the leader at one point. I don't Uh, don't think they can do a Red Hulk. There's not enough... I think they can there's just not enough Hulk content to make that work. I also well, I, I hated the way they handled Smart Hulk because yeah. he's a huge comic book character, and that's a mm-hmm. very important way that like like Bruce Banner goes from dealing like fighting himself to merging his personalities. Yeah. They could have done that so much better. Yeah, I agree. They, um, they could have done a six six episode TV show about it, right? Well, they can't. Well, not anymore. Universal still owns the rights to the Hulk. And they'll never give it up because that ride at Universal Studios is fantastic. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so Interesting. You know, the Thunder- They've separated comic book from movie in most things. Like, there's comic book Captain America walking around Universal. There's comic book uh, Spider-Man slinging around, like... They've separated the rights from comic book heroes to MCU heroes pretty mm-hmm. well. Yeah, so Universal still owns the film distribution rights, I believe, or film some some sort of rights. If there's ever going to be a solo Bruce Banner Hulk, it has to go through Universal. Kind of like how we, Sony still owns Spider-Man for correct. a long time. Not anymore. Yep. They sold him, but finally they sold him. But like, well, they still have they have Spider-Man's creativity rights. Oh, so like video games and shit have to go through. Well, I mean, everything goes through Sony. Like Marvel is the production company, but Sony's kind of like the end all be all. Interesting. Um, yeah. So so they still own Spider Man. That's why we're still getting Venom movies and Morbius and, and all this because Sony still has that. So their goal is they're making a Spider Man universe too, just without Spider Man. Now, um, now they just basically use Kevin Feige's direction on like how he right. You're building the MCU this way. We're gonna also build a Spider-Man universe in tandem, and then yeah. eventually, if they want to cross them back over, they can. Yeah. Um. But anyway, we're getting She-Hulk down the line as a TV show. Yeah, I saw that. Um, she Thor too. Uh. Well, Thor. Yeah, Thor: Love and Thunder has has Jane Foster taking on Thor, which is crazy. Um. There's just so much that's going on in the Marvel Universe. Like, is Kang really that big of a piece of it? And I don't know. I think, and, and we're getting to the end of our, our time here, so we'll, we'll put a bow on our thoughts moving forward. And for me, we knew for the 20 movies that they were there who the big, mm-hmm. big bad guy was. From the first Avengers movie and the right. after credits scene when he said, fine, I'll do it myself. Yep. We knew... We knew what was going was going on, right? We don't, we don't right we, now. We don't, and I think I think this scene is that Thanos scene, right? This is because mm-hmm. I mean, people really didn't know Thanos unless you were a comic nerd. True, true. And you even know? then, his comic storylines different. I mean, and yeah. you can say that about anything because they write, they've written five billion comics, so like there's nine different storylines for each yeah. character, and you can pick any of them that you want yeah so my thought is kang and the multiverse is going to be a 10 film containment okay maybe 10 films film and show right like because obviously Loki and everything right so this next section we'll call it 2021 to 2023 is kang okay 
let's say. The but Kang then, you series, know, yeah. Shang-Chi and whatever, Eternals might be something different. Setting up Fantastic Four, whatever it might be. I think the end game, didn't mean this, you know, hey, no pun intended, hey. is legacy. And by legacy, what I mean is there's a offshoot of Marvel Comics called Marvel Legacy that's based on those characters that took on the mantles of other characters. So we oh, have okay. a second Captain America that just showed up. Yeah. In the Hawkeye show, we're getting a new Hawkeye. His daughter, uh, right? No, her name's Kate Bishop. She's um, a whole new Hawkeye. Interesting. Um, in the comics, she's the new Hawkeye. Uh, we have uh, Wanda's kids, Speed and Wiccan, who are part of the Young Avengers. Uh, the Young Avengers and, is another big thing I've heard that right. is coming, too. Ba- like, oh. li- basically, little kid Avengers. Right. It, well, not little kids, but teenagers and I guess, yeah, yeah. younger. Um, and Ant-Man and, Quantum, and Ant-Man and Wasp Quantumania, Ant-Man's daughter is going to have a new role uh, where she becomes Stature, who is another character in Young Avengers. So we, we have this group now from the Young Avengers that are slowly being fed into the Marvel Universe. Yeah. So I think Legacy is going to be kind of the new thing where they might not be as intense as the Avengers, mm-hmm. but they can do their own, you know, smaller missions. You know, they're not going to be the ones that take on Thanos, but they might be the ones that would take on, you know, one of his lackeys. I wonder if the content will slow down too. You know, I th- now I to be fair, I thought it would slow down after Endgame, and boy, they announced like ten movies right off the gate. Yeah. Like they're like, "Hey, you watched Endgame three days ago. Here's ten movies coming out in the next five years. Good luck." Yeah, and yeah. We're like, I oh, mean, okay. We're getting movies a year for the next three years. Yeah, plus shows, plus shows. They they haven't confirmed a Wandavision two though, right? No, I think that that's just going to be a limited series, and I think Falcon and Winter Soldier is just going to be limited. I don't think we're going to see another one of those. I have, but this sounds bad, but I have no interest in a second Falcon Winter Soldier series. It, it, there's no, there's no need. It wrapped up what it wrapped up. Yep. They will, you know what it'll be, and and I said that we we have a nerd group message, obviously, because every good friend group has a nerd group. Yeah. And in our group message, I said like the show paced like a long form Captain America movie because that's mm-hmm. what it was. And Captain yeah. America is a superhero detective. Like that's at at its core, he's a very good, yeah. but all his movies are superhero detective movies. He finds out yeah. about Shield, the true origins of Shield. He t- he finds out about Hydra. He finds out, you know, he's just he. That's what he does. It, they're superhero detective movies, yeah. and that's a good format. And I think that's what Falcon Winter Soldier might turn into. Now, they might t- because they put. Uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus's character in there, they might tie that storyline out by itself, right? Like do yeah. the anti-heroes and Captain America as part of that series, right? And separate what we're seeing now in Loki and their series over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think we might also just get a couple branches, right? Like this group yeah. of people is focusing on the Thunderbolts. This chunk of the Avengers is focusing on the multiverse. This group is trying is focusing on the intergalactic space god galactus yep. you know and and they just don't cross streams like they did you know what i'd be okay with that yeah they've we already, had it we've we have seen literally the best form of that already it yeah it is was accomplished to the best form it could possibly be mm-hmm. don't recreate it yeah. and, and you know what to put a final touch on this entire episode every single series that they put out was different yeah 
it was different. It was a different Falcon and Winter Soldier was probably the one that was similar to the movies, but everything mm-hmm. else has been different. And I love it. I love it. Yeah. I'm excited for great. the I'm excited for the new phase. I wasn't when Endgame ended. I'll be 100% honest with you. I was a little beat up from watching two movies a year for the last 5-6 years. Right. And I was a little bit like, all right, we finished. Again, spoiler, but Tony Stark died. Captain America became old. That was kind of like, all right, that's yeah. it. Life goes back yeah. to normal. And I'm excited for what they have created next. It's it's going to be good. There's a lot going on. There's a lot to even speculate on. We could do a whole podcast just like overall, not even a podcast episode, a whole podcast 100%. just on Marvel. Uh, and I've already pitched it to you. And <laughs> It's in the hopper. It's in the hopper. We, um, when we decide that we can just record episodes every single night of the week and not do anything else, then we'll yeah. we'll have just every podcast we want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, there's a lot going on. I think it's great. I'm excited. Hey, movies are back. Cinema is back. Movies T- are back. But TV shows are back, which is the new cinema. Limited series and short stories are now the new movies. I was annoyed that Loki was only six episodes. Yeah, I watched after I think the second episode. I was like, "Damn, only six episodes!" Like, mm-hmm. we're not moving at a six-episode pace. It really was a show that probably could have been a movie, but was yeah. better as a show. Yeah, wrapped For up, sure. seeing everything, the character development, and I even saw a couple articles today when I was reading. Is like, it could have been a fifteen, twelve, you know, episode show and done mm-hmm. long form character development and long form and and i would have liked that too but i am i have enjoyed them making the shows the long form shows um it will be interesting to go back to a movie format see the pacing yeah. that they have picked right yeah because i, ha- I haven't thing. it's always when you watch a movie a second time it's different you know what's coming it moves a, a little bit faster with the show, I couldn't really compare the pacing to the movies because I've already seen the movies. I know what they ha- what happened, what they do. Mm-hmm. I will be interested to see the next time that I watch like a Marvel movie after they've created these shows, what happens. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, Black Widow. It feels like they cut stuff out, like be- that, because you're so used to six hours of content versus yeah. two hours of content, right? Yeah. Like that's the difference. Yeah, like I said, miniseries is a new thing. You're getting big movie stars now making TV shows, like Mare of mm-hmm. Easttown with Kate Winslet. Oh, that was fantastic. So good. You know, you're getting these huge stars making these things. So it's quality stuff. This is this minisode has turned into a full length episode. Ah, um, uh, damn it! Which we knew was going to happen going into it. So you're welcome. But slight Emmy touch because Ted Lasso swept the Emmys. But I looked at the lead female actress uh, in a drama series. That mm-hmm. category was stacked. All the it's other categories, scary. like I can tell you right now, Jason Sudeikis is my pick for best lead in a comedy series because all the other ones were not super strong, right? Like, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna win it. I'm sorry, Ted Lasso mm-hmm. is fantastic. It's a great movie. Bill Lawrence is a genius, and I and I wish that some of his genius would rub off on me. But <laughs> it is who you still haven't watched Queen's Gambit, which you need to. But it's Anya Taylor. I- I've seen Queen's Gambit. Did you? Uh, isn't it fantastic? Yeah. Anyway. It is very good. We'll do a whole separate dad talk about that one. But so she's <laughs> nominated. Kate Winslet from Mayor of Easttown is nominated. And um, Elizabeth Olsen Ele- is nominated. Elizabeth Olsen from WandaVision. Like that is a stacked category. Yeah. I, 
picking between those three is going to be nuts. Crazy. What a world. What a world. It's a, it, what, it's a great time to be alive. Entertainment's back, Joe. I can't wait. Entertainment's back. Oh, and I lied. The next thing coming up is What If, the animated series that Marvel's putting out. I, I think you have to watch it because I think it's part of this timeline fracturing which sucks because i'm not super excited for it like it didn't grab me and say like oh this is gonna be great but oh i mean it's marvel i'm gonna watch it what am i even yeah. saying i'm gonna watch it i'm not excited for black widow i'm still gonna pay 30 dollars and watch it because it's marvel I'm, <laughs> they have my wallet literally on a chain and just say pay pay exactly pay. and i'm gonna do it because i'm a good boy you're a good boy well let's let these people go we've yeah. gone on too long thanks for thanks for indulging us on our, on our nerd shit and i hate to tell you guys but this was like an inch of what Joe and I could talk about. Oh, yeah. An inch. We got, me- we got much, much more of this. For sure. And there will be much more of this. Damn right Coming soon. Coming soon. Coming soon to a podcast near you. <laughs> well, thank you to everybody out there listening. If you haven't already, please give us a review, a rating, a like, subscribe, wherever you're listening to this at. That really, really helps. And uh, thanks to Planet Ant for having us on the podcast network. And if you haven't yet, please go follow us on our social medias. Uh, we're at Big Dad Energy Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And then we are, uh, you can just search Big Dad Energy on Facebook and we will pop up. And I did find out we are, uh, if you just Google Big Dad Energy, our Twitter and our Instagram are results two and three. So you can find us that way too. Just give us a Google. The good old Google. I haven't tried Bing. I'll be honest with you. I did not Bing us to see what we're doing. No, I, I, I wouldn't expect them to. Just give us a Google um yeah so thanks again for listening i really really appreciate it and uh hey don't spend all that knowledge in one place this has been a production of planet amp podcast powered by pinecast